Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the God of Next podcast. I'm your host, Apollo Reed. I'm here with the big bro, Andre Jalil, the co-host. <laughs> how you doing, fam? How you feeling? How you? I'm good. I'm good. Yo, did you do that joint? That looked like that looked like RJ Barrett was behind a building in that one. You did that on purpose, or was it always like that? Nah, I I, I think I did that on purpose. That shit looked dope. I ain't even peeked that. I was like, I'm looking at it right now, like, oh, it looked like he's behind a building, like you know what like who in this building? He I stepped down, you know what I'm saying? And he did his thing. Nah, but yeah. uh that was dope. RJ Barrett, we can start right there. Let's let's start right there. Your boy went off. What was his no show me those stats? Yeah, boy, your boy was going off. He looked like he wanted to win that one. Yeah, I mean, you know, I mean, for those who don't know, RJ Barrett is like his childhood idol was LeBron James, as many people his age. <clears throat> so it was uh of course he wanted to go off versus LeBron you know what I mean like that's that's something that he definitely wanted to do from day one so you know um I don't think he he really I think the last time we played LeBron maybe I think he did play or maybe LeBron didn't play I don't know it was something like that um but RJ Barrett last night last night because this is this is Sunday um last night he had um 36 points on 13 to 28 shooting uh four for 10 from the three point um three point line and six for nine from the free throw line uh, he also had eight rebounds, five assists, one steal, three turnovers. Um, it was a negative two <clears throat> on plus minus. Um, but uh, yeah, uh, RJ Barrett was really, uh, especially the first, I think in the first quarter, I think he might have had 17 he points. 49, he played 49 minutes. I mean, well, it was an overtime game, you know, overtime. Right, game, right. So. I'm like, yo, <clears throat> yeah, that's right. Overtime yeah. game. But you know, RJ Barrett was really the only one that. Uh, had it going early. Uh, he was he was going crazy. He was going crazy. I mean, Evan Fournier had had hit a few shots early as well, but I think R.J. Barrett had 17 early first quarter points. I think he might have ended up with 21 in the first half or something like that. Um, and then I think uh, then Julius started scoring. He started doing his thing. Um, I think. And we kind of have this issue. I don't want to say that R.J. Barrett is better than Julius Randle when I say this. But what I'm saying is, if you look at a guy like John Morant, if you look at a lot of these young, other young guys in the, in the league who have their, who has their, their own team, they don't have another guy that they have to give the ball to in any given situation. You know what I mean? So I feel like R.J. Barrett, could have probably had a lot more points than you know last night if you know if you look at it that way i think um and there's nothing wrong with having someone else who's a who's also a star who shoots as many points as it but i i feel like at a, a certain point they kind of stopped looking at him um especially fournier julius randall i'm not too upset at when he doesn't especially playing against the lakers um I, I kind of expected julius randall to do what he did julius was playing this like this was his game yeah i mean i I completely expected him. He always does like plays like this versus the Lakers. So I'm not mad at Julius and how about how he handled it um, versus uh, the the Lakers. And you know, I, I, a lot of people were pointing out, oh, he he iced out RJ. I don't want to say he iced out RJ. The, the defense did a little bit of adjusting to RJ a little bit, but I do feel like Evan Fournier was taking a lot of shots and and just doing things that he probably shouldn't have been doing in certain situations. Hold on, three points made, three points of ten, three for ten from the from three, thirty percent. We talking about uh, Evan? 
Evan, yeah, he was three for ten from three. Well, it's Probably it's less 14. about the attempts. You know, I don't really care about the percentage because sometimes you just miss shots. Like they, they they could have been all ten good shots. You know, he just missed seven of them, but they weren't all good shots. You know what I mean? A lot of times he he just decision making and like even when he threw the ball, like when he tipped the ball in from that uh, the tip ball from you know when he did the, the yeah. tip and he tipped the ball into their court into their side of the court without even like looking to see who was behind them you you might as well just let it go out of bounds why would you tip it to their side like that's where right. they score like and then who was who catches it lebron <laughs> you know what i mean like what are you doing uh it's just boneheaded plays sometimes and i feel like there's a lot of those times that evan took a lot of crazy shots or just had the ball in his there's certain times he should he just shouldn't be dribbling the ball. Like, what are you doing? Like, give the ball up. Like, I, if to me, the only two people that in any given situation, especially last night, the way RJ was playing, that you should be looking at as RJ and, and Julius. But Evan, he came out there and he was just doing his thing where he just wanted to assert himself as well, which is fine. But um, I think he forced a lot of shots. But what you what you see from RJ? I did, did a lot of talking. I, I saw RJ. RJ was going. You know what I what I always liked about RJ. You sound, you sound a little him. bit. You sound a little low. You sound a little low. I'm a little low. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, RJ. Oh. Oh. You hear that? Oh. You hear that? Wow. wow. That's better. That's better. Wow, like, I had that joint covered. I, I don't even know. I, I like it a lot. Yeah. So, uh, one of the things that I like about you know, it was funny we played LeBron because what I one of the things I see in like RJ's game is how you know how like they would give it to LeBron late, he just goes to the basket and he's gonna score or draw a foul. And mm-hmm. I, I like when RJ does that. Yeah, you know what I mean. Sometimes mm-hmm. he misses a lot when he does these things, but last night it looked like he was like he was on a mission. But I like to see that. Like the way Julius was playing, it was I hate these games where yeah, the dude I, playing I, like he won't win, and then you see you realize how He's not playing the other games. Yeah, he, and he he only does it when he wants to. It's right, really it's like, like you turn it on. Yeah, and I'm yeah. like, listen, Paul, like, what you doing? Yeah. So it's and crazy. it was like good to see, but and, and they even mentioned it. RBL basketball, what it looked like. Yeah. And, and one of the things that somebody they said it, I forgot who was calling it because it was on what was it? It was on ABC or or one of these. I think it was on ESPN uh, or something. I forgot what it was. I was it was I, on one of these drugs. I know it wasn't on MSG. That's why I couldn't tele- go back yeah, and watch nationally it. televised games, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, it was one of those joints. I think it was NBC or whatever. Mm. And I'm looking at it, and I'm like, yo. As I, I forgot this dude could play like this, like all mm. inspired basketball and all of that. Right, yeah. And RJ Barrett, not so much. He he didn't do anything to the point where I was like, yo, why don't he play like that every day? But he was – you could see it meant something to him. Mm-hmm. And I and I just think that's the one that was on ABC. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's one of the things that I want to see from, you know, when they talk about Westbrook and they say, hey, he brings it out every night. You look somebody like Iverson and like he brings it every night. That's how I want to feel about RJ because I feel like RJ is a talented dude. He could get like 30 something points a night if mm-hmm. he goes. And I don't know how realistic it is. A motherfucker ain't going to be scoring 30, 40 every single night. Some dudes do. Listen, the way RJ has been playing this year, if he was in and this is what I was saying, if he was in a situation, the John Moran or any first option player. RJ would clearly average above 25 points a game. Just and just like you said, they freezing them out. And it was just like, yo, like you said, I think you, you said the that hot in the hand test. at least. Like, why are they not feeding the hot hand? 
I don't understand. Like and, and RJ Barrett sometimes take it a, you could take it a, you could take it and leave it with him with, with as far as I'm concerned, like the way he plays mm-hmm. some games. Right. But on the night like last night, like yo, give him the rock. Yeah, you gotta you gotta keep feeding the high hand. And there's sometimes where Evan's the guy with the high hand. You know what I'm saying? And, and you you gotta feed Evan. But I think last night you can tell from tip off RJ was on another level mentally. And you just gotta feed through him. And then you lose the 20-point lead on top of that. You know what I mean? You got the 20-point lead, you lose it. And then the timeouts, like, you know, and, and, and Toxic talks about it. <laughs> let's, talk with the, let's start with the, the Alec Burks being dumb into the bag of hammers. <laughs> and then uh, he also says, uh, also Tibbs being an idiot calling timeouts while our lead is dwindling and sending out the same five. Yeah, I mean, change, like, I don't, I don't know. There's no one thing, and that's the thing. You just said it right there. You just named a few, a few, a few things. And my bad. My bad, Raul. 21 point lead. 21 point lead. But um, you named a few things. Um, that is the issue. And that that's kind of been the problem this year with us, is that um it's not just Julius Randle hasn't been playing like he was last year. It's not just um the coach can't adjust to certain situations. It's not just oh Derrick Rose is out. It's it's a it's all of those things combined, and then chemistry, and then Kimba Walker and Evan Fournier really not really playing um, up to what we really expect them to play up to. Every now and then Fournier does it. I'm I'm actually okay with Fournier. I just don't want him starting. That's just my opinion. Um, I'm okay with Fournier. I don't like him. I mean I don't I don't I don't like him in the starting you don't lineup. Dislike him. I don't I don't dislike him, but I don't like him in the starting lineup. I think. Uh, I think eventually, once these guys get some chemistry after going through the season, you figuring out some some um, some minutes for for these guys and and and, and an off season it, it working with each other. I think your starting lineup should be whatever your point guard is going to be, which is a question mark at this point because I I don't think uh, Emmanuel quickly is that right now. I think he will be if you end up trading Kemba Walker, he'll be your starter and you still bring Derrick Rose off the bench. I right. think that's where that works, but it's very scary to me for uh, Emmanuel quickly because um, I don't know. There's a lot that this team is just really going through that I don't know. It's it's just not really gonna work. And 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 bro, I don't. Let's just talk about Noel with his ping pong paddle hands. It's like and 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 let's stop right there. I'm watching the game with my wife last night, and I said, babe, every single night he does this. It's like clockwork. He's going to he's gonna poke gonna the ball. Pass. He's going to pass. And it's funny because I said something like super pause-worthy um, last show, and, and uh, Joe, regular Joe, shout out to Joe. Um, he shouted me out and did me dirty oh, in, in, uh, in a frozen envelope, and he was like um, – the only thing he's good at is po- he's like he's only good at poking things, and I was like, I was like, yo, where are you gonna do me like that? And he, I was like, no context, no nothing. He just put the quotation marks at that and then tagged me in it and put it on the on the drink. And I said, yo, you ain't gonna put no context and nothing. No context he's just gonna be about. good at poking things. Yeah, but <laughs> he's he's only good at poking stuff. And then he was like, and then he you know he started laughing. But um, I was talking about Nerlens Noel. It's like a block, you could do that. Um, 
getting a hand in there on defense and knocking the ball out, um, getting steals. He's great at that kind of stuff. But catching the ball, anything that involves putting two hands together and bringing the ball to himself, he's terrible at. I just don't understand how he's bringing I don't, I don't get it, bro. You I can't throw means- an alley-oop to the guy. You really can't throw an alley to him. How? When did he become this? Was he always this bad at catching? I don't know, babe. I always say, I always say that, like when you, when the dude get on your team, you start noticing everything because you're yeah. seeing him every night, and you like, yo, was he like this? And like Joe says, every single time we bring up Nerlens Noel, he said, he says, I hated it from the time we signed him. We resigned him. He said he did great for us last year. Sayonara. <laughs> I'm saying like you don't pay him ten million. Let me ask you this, man, because this is starting to bother me. Because mm-hmm. Mitchell's starting to look like the potential, the Mitchell that we liked when we, when he first mm-hmm. got here, mm-hmm. right? So he's starting, he's blocking shots. John Morant tried to dunk on him the other night, and he was up there like, nah. He said, nah, don't do that. He was like, nah, yeah. And when he was on the floor, he does that thing. He almost looked he like he'd go crazy. He always go like this, like, no. Yeah. He looked like one of them. And sometimes you don't know if he's, if he's talking about the ref or he's talking about yeah, the Yeah, he just like, try that. No, 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 no. It looked like he's going crazy over there. His little mini afro, right? So. Then he uh so and he's starting to look good. So I look at the uh joint today, popped up on the phone saying Detroit really trying to pan with uh what's the young kid over there that just got that just got drafted. Oh um Kate Cunningham. Kate Cunningham, they trying to get him and and I'm like you see, but but this is what happens now. Like right. Toon, like my bad, my bad real quick. So Toon so, texted me earlier, uh and he was like, Yo, the uh Cavs out there making moves while we sitting here not doing nothing. You don't know we ain't doing that. And um, that's one. Number two, we already made a trade before right. a lot of people. But um, not only that, um, shout out to him, by the way. But like I was telling him, I said, good teams can make trades whenever they want because you have valuable players on your team. When you're playing the way the Knicks are playing, who who's going to just, yo, yo, can I get that player? You're on the bad team. Why, why do I think that that player is going to help me in the bad team? So now that you're seeing Mitch turn everything around, now teams are interested in Mitch. That's the, that's what happens. So, so mm-hmm. as it relates to Nerland, right? I would die if they move. If the Knicks decided to move Mitch, and we keep Nerland. Nah, bro. Nah, that can't happen. That cannot happen. Dude, I, would I, be, hope, I hope I they be, see that because first of all, he can't even play. He he's played like no. He don't ever play no games. He's played like eighteen games this year. Yo, dude, Maybe. I'd be irate. I'd be irate they did something like that right there. I'm like, yo, what y'all doing? Like, I'm like, I'm, I quit this year. That's it. Yeah. I, I'm like, yo, Cap, no more podcast. I don't even want to talk about it. <laughs> and I'm going to get to another part about what we should do for the rest of the season, by the way. But I'm going to finish this uh, comment up. Yeah, um, Dre is absolutely right, Julius. Right with Julius. That's why we got to get him and the rest of them bums out of here and let RJ rock and grow with the young boys. Um, somewhere along the lines of that, you know what I'm saying? Um, I think if you brought in, if you did it, I don't know what you can do, man. Like, it's so hard right now. It's it's so hard, guys, to trade Julius Randle. It's really hard because you just re-signed him to 100 mil for four. It's not a bad contract. It's not a bad contract, but it looks bad on you that, no, month, that months after re-signing this guy, no, it doesn't. I think the whole NBA see what this dude do. I mean, he, facts. Everybody's saying what's going facts. on and why it don't work. I, if I'm another team, I think it's a great move for another team that doesn't need him to be a number one or two. 
Right. Maybe a two, definitely a three. As as the go-to. He's not my go-to guy. Who, Julius? Yeah. Like if I'm on a squad and I need a power forward, but he's not the number I one. I mean, guy. a power forward should never be a go-to unless you're like let's like name those power forward like Kevin Garnett, Tim Duncan. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, but, but that's why he's not a number one. Those were you just named number right, ones. Right, right. And that's what I'm saying. Like a power forward usually shouldn't be your go-to player unless he is a true number one. Right. Unless he's like a real but Dirk. at that position, that's hard to be the number one guy. Number one. That's, that's, that's I really mean, kind of dirt. Uh who was I just about to say? Well, who we got out there now? Because like you got somebody like say um, Aldridge, right? He's not the number one, but he's dope. He has a good game, is great when he doesn't. It's like, all right, he ain't the number one guy. Don't land on him. A healthy Zion is a number one. Right. First of all, well, I, I don't know yet. He still hasn't played enough games for me to bro, he's strong the, than motherfucker. He jumped, he's crazy. Yeah, the I, man I put him. the numbers that he's putting up. That he put up at that time, I I think 20? 20, 27 points per game on like 60 something, 70 some percent. Like, are you kidding me? <laughs> this is ridiculous. This is why I think you, I don't know, I don't, I don't want to go there. Let's 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 just finish out this game. Jesus, can't talk about this game. All right, so, um. Just, just finish it out. Yo, Julius Kemba Randall. Walker has seven points, bro. What's up with this dude? Kemba Walker. All right, so Kemba Walker, seven points, three for seven from the field. Now, he only took seven shots. He made three. That's not terrible. Right. Um, he's one for four from, from three-point line. I feel like because uh, they was going so hard that he ain't really had room there in that game. This is the problem. Kemba has no more bursts towards the basket. This is why he doesn't get look, he doesn't get to the foul line. He has zero free throw attempts. And he doesn't always get zero free throw attempts, but he doesn't always get a lot of free throw attempts anymore because he's not really, unless he's drawing a foul, he's not picking up fouls. Unless I mean, unless he's drawing a charge. I'm sorry. If unless he's drawing a drawing a charge, he's not really drawing any fouls. You know what I'm saying? Because he's not fast enough to put himself in situations that makes the defense and, and puts the defense in a bad situation. Josh, um, let me tell me where I've been. I'm sorry. Where have I been with Emmanuel quickly got four minutes and 51 seconds? See, this is the only thing about um, recording the day after. I don't remember exactly um, how things played out, but. It was like zeros all across the stat line. Um, I think he's probably, and this is, this is, this is, this is exactly what I'm saying about Emmanuel quickly. Quentin Grimes and Quentin Grimes was 0 for 5. Oh for five. You know what I'm saying? But he's still gonna bring you defense. He got grab grab you four rebounds. You know what I'm saying? Like quickly took one shot yesterday in four minutes and fifty-one seconds. I don't know what happened. Maybe there was an injury. Somebody remind me. I don't remember exactly what happened, but I don't know why quickly didn't play that many minutes. Um, maybe it was a matchup thing. Tibbs didn't really like. Maybe I don't I don't have an answer for you. I really don't have an answer. I don't. But remember. is this is this was is this trending? Is this like what was happening? This is not a trend. This is not a trend. This is not. This is why I was kind of confused because it's not a trend. Um, but Emmanuel quickly hasn't been proven to me that he's a starting point guard just yet either. But this is that now. This is my thing. Mm -hmm. We were talking about this earlier. Everybody was like, "Yo, have Emmanuel quickly start." 
And I don't think that's the answer either. People want not- Emmanuel quickly to start because they want they believe that if you get the opportunity to start, you will be good. That doesn't work for everybody. And like that works for a guy like Grimes because that's he's going to be playing in his role. I think when you trying to start quickly at the point guard position, you're taking away taking him away from what he does naturally. I think he should be an off like the bench scorer or even a, a starting two guard. Like, give me a CJ McCullum out of you. You know what I'm saying? Because I think making him a point guard, you limit him from his potential of what he can actually be as an NBA player. I don't think he, because of his height, yeah, he should be a point guard. He's only six foot three. But that doesn't really mean anything. You know what I'm saying? He has, he has very long arms for someone at that height, um, which is amazing because, you know, because, has, because of how he shoots so well. Um, but I just, I just think that he would be better suited, in my opinion, as a combo guard because this way I think that's an easier path to him being a starter in this league is him being a combo guard come off the bench as or combo guard two, combo guard two, because the only way I should see you, you probably would see him start at the point guard position is if he's running next to somebody like RJ coming up or someone like LeBron, who's who you have a, a like a point forward, like a, a Ben Simmons. Then you have your point guard. Like the reason why Steph Curry, Seth Curry can start on the Sixers is because of, you know, I get, guess at that time, you know, having um, Ben Simmons around, it, it made it easier to have that guy that can shoot off ball. You know what I'm saying? And I think quickly can fill that role as a starter if you have someone who who's an off-ball ball handler. But if you're putting him as the primary ball handler, I don't think that works. Right. That's just my opinion. Yeah, I, I, it's not working real quick. I think they're probably looking at people right now. And I don't I don't want it to be that way. Same uh, but uh, I, I think the kids got some maturing to do as far as the game is concerned. Absolutely. Absolutely. You, you know what I mean? It looked like Obi wasn't out there doing a whole lot. And like I like these two cats. I think they got a lot of potential. I think I, I do, however, think Obi will shine if we did end up end up moving Julius. And we still have Obi. I think Obi could. I think Obi would shine. I think that he'd have to fill that What's position. Determine. What, tell me what shine is. Uh, so Obi is a, is a completely different different player from mm-hmm. uh, Julius. He's not he's not as strong, mm-hmm. but he's more athletic. He's got hops. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And uh, I think he's overconfident with his shot. I hate to see a power forward running down the court and then stopping for the three. You know what I mean? And yeah. I, I think that messes up his shooting percentage. Like he does these things where he's ahead and there may be a down a dude down there to defend. Yo, mm-hmm. take that dude head off and dunk on him. Don't stop up there at the shoulder for a three. Like, what you doing? Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and I think and he's missing a lot of threes. I don't see him landing a lot of threes. He's been like, making them more recently. Has he? So, you know, Obi, sometimes yeah. like he knocked down these threes, and like it's dope when you're doing it, but sometimes. But this is still from, not consistent. He's still in the twenties. Yeah, he's he's not consistent with it. So the, I think that, I think Obi would play that role because the the ball would move better. He's not going to hog up the ball. You don't have to worry about him. You're not going to iso for him to, to score. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's mm-hmm. how, and I love the way he slashes. Right. I love the way he yeah. cuts. Right. You know what I mean. And I think that's helpful. So when somebody's in the jam and they see you cutting, anybody could be nice with the pass. All you got to do is get, just give it to him, toss mm-hmm. it up. Yeah. Put it, get it to his chest, bounce, nice bounce pass, and he'd be all right. So, 
Uh, I think he'd have an opportunity to shine because he'd have more minutes. And he'd be able to get in the game. And, you know, watching yeah. him last night, I, you know, I was looking at Julius like, I'd hate to lose him, but then he like he'll, he had these moments where he self-destructs. I just that I just wish he was. Oh my god, how can I say this? You know how AD and LeBron look together. How they like there's they a clear, there. like they there's a clear chemistry between them. You know what I mean? Like you see them on the bench and they're talking, and then, and then like as you see it yesterday, LeBron goes over to AD. He says something to him while he's standing up while AD's on the bench and he's looking up and he's like, I I bet. You know what I'm saying? And it's just AD, like AD said that. Yeah, AD's like, I I bet. And it's just constant communication. You can see that, and that's that's what a leader does. A leader makes sure that there's communication. Julius is not that guy. You can Julius can be your best player. He doesn't have the leading qualities and traits of someone who can lead your team. Not just through action. Not you. You not. I don't really know many people who've won a championship and they just led through action. You know what I mean? I don't. It doesn't happen. Many great players that are quiet guys, but no one's ever led just through action and didn't have communication with guys. Like as quiet as Tim Duncan was, he communicated with his teammates all the time. You know what I mean? You can never say that Tim Duncan didn't communicate with his teammates. Um, but there's, you know, there's just so many times I'm watching Julius Randle's behavior on the court and it's just screams like, I bro, like what, just what's, what's wrong? What's wrong? Like that, yo, I, that's literally the only question that will come to my head when I will see him. Like, yo, what's wrong? Right. Like it's, it's, it's something deep. It's something deeper than just basketball. Like what's wrong, man? Like, right. Like, come on. You need, yo, yo, come talk to me. Yo. Come here for a second. What's wrong? What's wrong? What See, some bother, something bother, something bothering me, my nigga. What's happening? No, no. Go talk. I'm here. It's me. <laughs> it's me. It's me, nigga. What's, what's the matter? <laughs> what's up? But you know, yeah. it's and, and that's you know, it's I don't know what has to happen for him to become that kind of player. But if you're not that guy, you're just not that guy. You know what I'm saying? Like this. There's just certain leadership, like John Moran. You see how he's active with his teammates, how he talks, and you know, even even RJ. You see RJ talking with guys. He goes up to guys and he daps them up. He's picking guys up. You know what I'm saying? And and like we talked about the play where Obi went up and then he fell, and then Julius looks down at him, and then he and then everybody else rushes over to Obi to pick him up. And it's just like like little things like that that are on camera. And this is what I had spoken about with, with Joe and um Rick on one of the shows is like, yo, like there was a there was a time where there was a play where uh RJ Barrett took a shot. I forgot what game this was. RJ Barrett took a shot. It was a three. He made it. But in the process of him taking it, Julius Randle was like, What are you doing? You know what I mean? Like you see him on the court, like, yo, well, come on, like while he's about to take the shot. And then mm-hmm. he takes it and he makes it, and then he goes down the court. Now he makes it, no big deal. You don't think anybody else is gonna pick that pick that up? You see, you know, RJ Barrett is vocal about how much film he watches. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You don't think you're gonna watch that on film and catch all of these different situations where his body movement is just off, and then you pick that up, and then you're not gonna internalize that at all. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know how people expect, and and people are like y'all blowing it out of proportion. No, we're not, yo. This is clearly a chemistry issue. 
there's been plays with Julius Randle sitting in the, at the last bench in the corner and guys are standing around. There might have not been an actual huddle at that time, but where are your teammates? Right. You know what I'm saying? You, you, you you're a leader. You, you don't lead from the. But, but that, that's that, now that's my biggest thing right there when it comes to him being like, I don't mind Julius being like on the team, but like I don't like him as the number one. Right. Because if you're the leader and and you 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 know we got a young team pretty much. Yeah. So like dudes is looking up to like how you handling it because you know how yeah. like it is, you mm-hmm. got like say like you my brother right, yeah. you at the job and you all angry and I'm like yo Josh chill, right, like you know what I'm saying or like if mm-hmm. it's me I'm the older brother and you're like yo Dre you bugging right now chill right right, and then you start to be like hey he go get mad whatever the case and it's like something that happens like I, I ain't gonna fuck with him right now while he mad like he just I'm gonna let him chill because you know how he get. So right. like mm-hmm. RJ Barrett could be seeing this, OB Toppin is seeing this, mm-hmm. uh, uh quickly is seeing this. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, but like a lot of people like Burks, like they go mind their business, do what they do. But uh I, I don't I don't like him as the number one. You know what I mean? What's your man over here said? Uh uh toxic Knicks fan said that well, we should try, we should at least try. And did did quickly ever get a start? Did he get a start because of the injuries before Kimba? Yeah. Yeah, he's like, before Kimba. Rose was out, and um, I mean, well, I mean, Burks actually, I think Burks, Burks was starting was, to, that, that. That I don't understand. This is that's that's why we gotta get Burks. That out. I don't understand. And, and I that, like Burks. that right there. And I like just, Burks, but I, it's, I, I, Tom, I it's it. Tom, it's Tom, it's yeah, Tom. Yeah, I get it, but he's not a point guard. He's not a point guard guy. Like I don't get it. I, like that, and like I mean, to me, that's a slap in the face to uh to quickly because now it's like, right. damn, like you gave it, you gave this old. Combo guard, if you even call him that, but it's but y'all was playing him as a small forward a, a couple weeks ago. This now is he's not the starting first that time he's guard. done that. He's done the same. He did the same thing to Kevin Knox at a crucial time where Kevin Knox was just coming off of playing a good season as a rookie, and then he could have been, you know what I mean, the guy. And then um, I think was it was it Tom? No, I think it was Fizdale. I think it might have been Fizdale and Mike Miller. I think it was that season. But you know, similar situation. Knox, the guy who was supposed to be the upcoming guy at that position, and they bring in Mook. Why? Why do you do that? You know what I'm saying? What do you expect is going to happen to this guy's confidence? You know what I mean? Somebody you expected from year one. You had some some promising things. And this is the thing. Knox didn't really turn out to be much. But there were some promising things there that I think if he would have had consistent got a little more time yeah yeah, yeah. And, and time not only just time but just trust like sometimes you have to feel that if you don't if you make a mistake you'll still be trusted in order for you to really properly develop there's so many times when knox makes a mistake and he gets pulled right away that's why i'm concerned about obi obi makes a mistake he's pulled right away he doesn't have the confidence to make a mistake anymore you know what i mean Unfortunately, I want, I want OB to be, and I say this all the time. I want these dudes to be crazy. Mm-hmm. I want them to be angry on the court. You know what I'm saying? I, I I just want them to have that thing, that trait. Where it's like, y'all don't care. Fuck, I'm going after it. Like, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? I feel like OB is nice right now. OB's still being nice. He's being good. I feel like quickly is being nice. He's being good. Quickly shooting too much. That's all. That's all I yeah. see. Yeah. I feel like he's another one that don't go to the basket, man. I'd be like, I don't care. You could shoot, but go to the basket. Right. Don't be doing is- no, like, when it's a fast break, go to the basket, please. That's all I'm asking. 
Right. And this is and this is and this is what he says. This is what I don't understand. The IQ as as a starter won't work. It's not working right now. Why not try it? And if it doesn't work, then stop. The reluctance to even try is, is baffling. My problem is I don't think he is a problem as a starter. It's the starting at the point guard. It's just a situation where he's not natu- being his natural self. You know what I mean? Like I think in order for you to have someone to properly develop and, and develop into many things, they have to be good at what they do first. You know what I'm saying? Like you don't just become like, when LeBron came in, everybody said he couldn't shoot. Did he fo- like focus on his jump shot right away? No. <laughs> you know what I mean? It took him a few years to get a jump shot. Right. But he mastered everything else first, but he had the opportunity to do so. You know what I mean? And I think by putting quickly at that position, you're not allowing him to develop where he's good. You know what I'm saying? Now you're putting him in a position where he has to run an offense. That's not what he did in college. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, he did that in high school, but of course, everybody in the league who was a guard was the best was the best player in their high school team. You know what I mean? Let's let's be real. So, on a collegiate and pro level, it's a completely different beast. If that's what you can turn into, yeah, let him become that after he has a defined game, so that when he's not playing up to what you want him to be as a point guard, he has something he can revert to. Right now, he's not knowing what to revert to because he hasn't had a chance to to be one player yet. And I think that's just the issue. I think when Derrick Rose was here and he was running next to Derrick Rose as the off guard, this that's the that's the quickly we wanted. That's the quickly we fell in love with. Right. You, you know what I'm saying? But now Derrick Rose not here. Kemba's on and off. You got Burks in there. You're gonna run quickly at point guard because why? Now you got Grimes. So now this is the situation. You got Grimes in there who's playing better at the two. And now if when you bring in Derrick Rose and, and say Kemba Walker is in here, let's God forbid, God forbid, say Kemba Walker is still here past the trade deadline. You have Kemba Walker and Derrick Rose that's still here. Quickly is what? Is he a, is he a starting point guard? No. He can't be a backup to point guard because Derrick Rose is there. He's not your starting or your well, backup. Well, he was player. playing it too when Rose was in. Exactly. Now. Yeah, and then they have Burks coming in as like the third string. As, as the third string and then Obi. And like then they would Nerlens. have him either as small forward or at, at the at the two. Right, and then, oh, and then Obi and then Nerlens, right? And then and right. that was your five. But now, with Grimes here, who do you really want at the backup two? If he's not starting? If he's not starting, if uh, quickly he's not starting, yeah, I think quickly is like the the, the backup too. Quick, quickly is the backup too right now, right? What? This is the issue. Grimes is allowed to have the growth that quickly hasn't had in the position where he should be growing in. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like not right now. If you put Grimes in the point guard position, I think he'd have the same struggles as quickly's having. Because that's not his natural position. So I believe that if you have Grimes there, there's n- now Tibbs has to make a choice. And we all know how much Tibbs loves Grimes. He's been very vocal about that. He loves he loves Grimes. The fact that he, he got to some defense. of these guards, no matter what. Right, right. And this is what I'm saying. This is the only way it's going to work. Like right now, you got to get rid of Kemba. You got to get rid of Burks. Um, and you ha- And it has to be for picks. Like, it has to be for picks. Don't bring nobody back. You know right. what I mean? Because at this point, 
don't bring nobody back. Don't bring nobody back. Because at this don't point, you need minutes. Back. It quickly needs those minutes. Motherfuckers walking the door like, oh, we got we got like another shooting guard. And somebody else we got. Damn, how, where he getting minutes from? <laughs> what, about, what about Cam? Yeah, you know and, and this, is what, this is what I'm saying. What about Cam? And this is what I'm saying. You got you, you got quickly Grimes and Cam that needs minutes. And, and we still got Obi we got to find minutes for. Who's who? Who's let's getting be, on Julius? Obi. All right. But this is what I'm saying. Let's look at these minutes real quick. You look at these minutes. Obi had how many minutes? 11. How can you develop like that? It's not going to happen. At some point, you have to make a decision. And yeah, as a I heard franchise, people complaining about that, how he's not getting a lot of minutes, and that's not a lot of minutes. Bro. As at a at a certain point, at a fran- as a franchise, you have to do the player a favor and say, "Listen, I, uh, you ain't been getting the minutes you need in order for you to 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 develop. We're gonna have to move you so that, or for your sake, we're gonna move you so that you can go somewhere and possibly." play better and, and you know have the opportunity to play because right now we're committed to Julius and this is the issue that you're going to have you're going to continue to commit to Julius if he's your leader like this is I don't know what we do and this remember last year we was having the same discussion if you bring in somebody else that's better than Julius what do you do or if, what what if RJ becomes better than Julius next year what what do you do because it, is Julius really going to accept that remember we was having those conversations yeah. and that's yeah. exactly what happened not to say that RJ is better than Julius, but I'm saying like RJ's having a career year. You know what I'm saying? Like compared to all the years he's had, he's having a career year right now. He had a career high last night against his 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 idol, which was which was dope. At the end of the game, um, LeBron went over to him and dapped him up, said a few things in his ear, and gave him a nice tight embrace, and you know said some, and RJ smiled before they walked away. So you know you know those these are the moments that RJ and you can hear it. After every single game, every post game, RJ's in there taking responsibility for everything. Every single game that Julius Randle didn't show up to show up to the post game presser, who was there? RJ Barrett, because he—that's what a leader does. Not to say that, and that's what I'm saying. I'm not saying that he is, but why is RJ Barrett, the 21 year old, portraying all of the leadership qualities we've been waiting for Julius to show us in three years? That's that's just an issue for me. That's why I think. It's time to move on from Julius, not because I think this team will be better. I think if we trade Julius right now, we're we're destined to be a, a, a worse team than we are right now, without a doubt. But I think at least at that time, you have a direction, and there's no malice in the locker room. And the team understands we're, we're probably not going to win a lot of games, but at least we know where we're headed. We know what we're going to do. We know that the team is, they're going to try to build around these guys. You know, Cam's going to get minutes. You know, Grimes going to get minutes. You know, Obi's going to get minutes if you move Julius. You know what I'm saying? But I, there's just so many directions that you can't continue to keep these guys and lose because. Let me ask you this. Go ahead. I don't think that this is going to happen, but let's say for argument's sake. Uh, yo, Toon's in here. What up, Toon? Let's say, let's say for argument's sake, they say, you know, the coach is on a hot seat. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? What do you think? Like, is is there someone there? Like, because one thing I said, we said from the beginning, one thing I said from the beginning is this coach is super stubborn. Yeah. He ain't trying to do, like, we got, they said, statistically, we got the worst start starting five in the league. Yeah, I mean, plus minus. This dude's not tinkering with the 
dude, it's outrageous. We got old dudes. We got to do with the bad knees starting at the two or at the three. I don't know. Fournier is what? He's the three or the two? He's a he's three, a two. right? He's a two. He's a two. So RJ's playing the three? Yeah. Yo, this dude, his knees don't look right to me. He could shoot the shit out the ball. But that, and that was the other thing last night. He I'm kept. Waiting for, I'm waiting for it, Toxic. What's that? I'm waiting for it. For them to give him the keys. He's the associate head coach. Listen, remember, remember that's the one I was telling you that 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 he's like he loves RJ. Like that they're like, I, I really think that's the I really think that's probably what's gonna and I and I thought this when I when they first signed Johnny Bryant and he denied a job somewhere else. I said, Oh, why would you do that? Why he wait? He waiting. He waiting. He's taking all this experience and he's seeing what you're supposed to do, what you're not supposed to do. You're teaching these guys the right way to play, but it's the stubbornness with the rotations. It's they'll do it like I, this. This is I, I feel like tinker with the lineup. Like I can't got defend them no more. The, the, the thing about it, the thing that I thought was weird because I remember Tune hit me up that day. I was at work. He was like, "Yeah, they removed uh they removed they removed Kemba out the lineup." I said, "No, he did." Hmm. I was like, he probably what he took him out to like the starting. So mm. Then I looked the report. I think he sent me the article or the article. He removed them out the lineup like all together. Mm. I said, he removed out the lineup like all together. Like damn, yeah. like what did he do that was so egregious? I don't, I don't know. I mean, I still to this day don't know what that was about. If that was a, yo. We know you're not feeling well. Your knees gonna take a little while to recover, so we just gonna remove you from the lineup. So you got time. No, but y'all yeah, went, and you, but y'all picked him up. But that's um, the yeah. thing: if you're trying to move him, you can't let the teams know like he's not playing because he's not healthy. Like right. you gotta say right. something. Gotta say, yeah, but then he came back playing. Then he dropped forty-one. Then he dropped thirty-nine. Right, right, yeah, right. And he started playing forty-one. Yeah, he dropped like forty. Remember, Kemba dropped forty. Yo, this look shit. back at them games. Kemba came in, and, like and then he had the triple double in uh, on Christmas. Yeah, he did a he did a triple double. I think before that he had like forty one. I'm not really sure, but he had forty. He had like forty. Then he had thirty nine the next game. Yeah, but uh, yeah, Tibbs' problem is that he he's stubborn and narrow minded. Johnny Bryant is the coach and waiting. Well, I you, listen. I think that if they don't change anything, from your mouth to God, it just ears. changes the coach, huh? I said from his mouth to God's ears, man. Please. I think that it, but, but that's one of my things because we remember, remember, remember what was it the first year I said how much of this of this is Tibbs? Remember I was saying that, right? I was like, well, how much of this? How much of this? You know, I just feel like there Tibbs was has, there was there was some there was some um strategy. <coughs> we and just just think about the playoffs last year. These guys, um, no, no, no. I'm talking about like work ethic behind closed doors, um, how to how to study film. Those are things that I think he brings to the table more than anything else that I think a lot of other coaches Make him probably the assistant, don't. bro. Fuck out of here. Like he, he you know, you know we come never in. gonna happen. I know that'll never happen. That'll but never happen. That'll never he's, happen. He's but and I we, think that's, we this is it. This we, is yeah. also his last stint, too. This is there's another reason why they're, they're not gonna rush to make that move. I don't think they're gonna rush, but when you look at what happened in the playoffs last year to remove, even though he was a bum. To remove him out the line and to start line up all together at the line up all together. <laughs> My bad, your tune is wild. <laughs> Yo, I don't know why people keep saying I, I mean you I, I'm not mad at Burks I'm, for nothing. Move everybody but Mitch. 
Don't move Mitch. If you're gonna end up moving Randall, you keep Mitch. And I say this, I say this because remember what I always said, Dre. You can't have Julius, RJ, and Mitch on the same team if they're gonna be clogging the paint. If they're gonna get all the buckets in the paint, like if you move, if you move Mitch, you got to keep Randall. And and you you got to play him at the five. Because can we draw the, up some plays though? Like this is one of my things. Nah, I nah, feel nah, like nah, you can't. You can't draw no, no I, plays. No, I'm not even trying to defend that. Not even like the point that you're making by having them both in there. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm talking about like, let's say you got a little funky lineup. And I'm not saying get crazy like the Harlem Globe try to type the thing, but I just feel like the plays be looking so basic and plain. Like we can't, there's nobody that could come up with some dope plays to get these dudes to score. Bro, this is the problem that I knew we were going to have with Thibodeau. Remember with the first episode we had free side with Thibodeau? I said, my problem is the wrinkles in the offense. That was always been what I was saying. Yo, the these plays be looking offense. real basic. They don't be doing nothing. Half the time it look like they freestyling. And, and, and this is this has been this has been the issue that I've had with with Tibbs. Like, I don't know if hold on here. I don't know if it's Tibbs that is is doing this because the front office is telling him to do so. But at this point, I, I can't really blame. Like, you know, I right, so anyway, the point that I was saying about the Tibbs, I mean the Mitch, the Mitch or Julius thing is that if you're going to, because like I like I said. A few episodes ago with Julius, he doesn't really use Mitch and pick and roll a lot, which I think would benefit him. I think if he did that, that would just open up everything. And then the three of them could work together because the reason why RJ and Mitch work so well is because RJ actually uses Mitch in pick and roll situations, which moves him out of the paint, which, you know, he's in your way. You know what I'm saying? You get him out of the way. Because like I said, if you're RJ, you gotta get you're gonna get most of your points in the basket at the basket. Mitch is gonna be there with his man, and his man is gonna be able to help and play double team on you. And you're gonna be double teamed every time you get to the basket. Even if you get past your guy, RJ, somebody's gonna be at the basket waiting for you. Because why? Mitch is not at the three-point line or spreading the floor because he can't do that. You know what I'm saying? So RJ in turn makes Mitch come out of the paint with the pick and roll. You literally see it almost every single time RJ gets the ball. If Mitch isn't already there. He's calling Mitch, and he'll wait for Mitch to come up, and then he'll run the pick and roll. He do the zigzag thing, and he go around and he gets to the basket because now the big isn't sitting in the paint, just waiting for you. Now Julius doesn't do this. Julius to get the ball at the wing, and he'll do a jab step, and and drive drive to the lane, and Mitch's man steps right out, and then it's a double team. Easy. Why? Because. Mitch, Nerlens, Taz, they're not going to spread the floor at all. So, you know, and that's this is the thing. Every player has their flaws. You know what I'm saying? So that's Mitch's flaw. You can't shoot. You're not going to spread the floor. Okay, well, now the defense is no. All right, we have a little bit of leeway on the defense. We can double team these guys because Mitch is always going to be in the paint. Yeah, he might be a lob threat, but I can always help on whoever is driving to the basket and just show. You know what I mean? And and play defense that way. So um, I think that's the issue we have with when it comes to um, Randall and Mitch. If Randall ran pick and roll with Mitch, I think that would make everything unstoppable. You know what I'm saying? Um, but let me uh, check uh, these guys in the chat real quick um, to check out how Tibbs be doing Obi. So uh, Julius plays the whole first quarter, then Obi plays maybe five minutes or less in the second. Then Julius plays the whole third, then Obi comes in from five to seven and the fourth. 
Yeah, I'm sick of seeing it. Because a lot of those times, Julius doesn't need to be on the floor, if I'm being honest. But this, but th this is my thing. Like, like I said, if they don't change anything but move Thibodeau, I think this is a, this is a dope team. If what? If they didn't change anything. I don't I don't know. And I, I'm not saying that the team is going to be great. Right. That, you know well, what I'm saying? But, like, if you – because I feel like, like they mentioned, I feel like – I think they got – some of these guys got an issue with, with Tibbs. I don't think those – I don't – I think Randall has an issue with Tibbs. Right, but that's just a big Randall, deal. Just Randall, though. But, I, but I that's don't a think... big deal, but – and he running them to the ground. We're going to turn around. Julia's going to have a hamstring or something with a knee. And we're gonna be looking at him like, yo, he running a mad minute. So we Obi gonna be playing a lot of time anyway. I don't. Yeah. I really don't know what is going to take. Uh, what's gonna make Tibbs do anything different in that rotation? He's been so stubborn with saying yes. I'm not changing the rotation. And I think at this point, you're starting to look bad around the league because you look like you're not adjusting. To, to bad play. We haven't won a game in mad long, my G. Did, did we win a game recently? No, we, we beat the... um. What's the game before this game? Yeah, this would have been a good game to win. Beat the Lakers. You know, I always want to see the Lakers lose anyway. Of course. Of course. Um, But yeah, man, I, I just... You know, whatever. That's just neither here nor there. There's just so many... So many other things. Um, Tibbs, DMP, Cam um, did not play. Cam and not trying to play deuce. You got to remember, Tibbs was not our first choice. I feel that Julius also got problems with Tibbs. Something's got to give. Yeah, facts. He said Tibbs well, is not. The thing players. about the thing about all these guards we got, if somebody's not gonna play, Deuce, Cam, you can't put Cam in front of some of these dudes who've been here already. Mm -hmm. You can't prove that he's better. You know what I'm saying? It had to be like a, some lineup thing. You can't not play Kemba like he tried already. You got him right. back in the lineup. Then you're going to drop him again. There's just too many dudes out there. You I got, think the got. best thing to do with Kemba, if he's playing like this, is just play him as your third point guard once Derrick Rose comes back. Yo, what they going to do with Derrick? Yo, they, need, they got way too many guards out here. This is what I'm saying. Derrick Rose is going to be a backup point guard. And I Tim think as long as, as long as Tibbs is here, as long as Tibbs is here, Derrick Rose is your backup point guard. Low key, he's the leader on this team, but that he's he's already he already said it, even at his last press conference that he's not the kind of guy that talks if he's not playing. So he's not going to talk about this? what's going on. Derrick Rose, okay. Lee Rose. he's not going to talk if he's not playing. So you know he he hasn't been out there, so he sees things that's wrong. He's not going to go out there and talk about it because he's not on the court to change anything. So you know, I mean, right. that's just that's just where we are with that. Um. Let's see what else. Tibbs is trash offense, tr trash offensive plays, and is supposed to supposed to be defensive coach, but our defense is, is trash. I think we're middle of the pack right now. I think no, but he's saying exactly what you said earlier on yeah, when we first still, got. You still. said he's supposed to be a defensive coach. That was supposed to think that was our identity mm -hmm. the first year. Mm -hmm. But you say he never. But you said from the beginning that his plays weren't weren't dope. You said yeah. that from the rip. From the from the rip. Off the rip. So that's why I started looking at it. And then we're not playing defense. So everybody who talks about the Knicks, mm -hmm. ESPN, NBA TV, they all saying the same shit. The Knicks mm -hmm. don't have an identity. Yep. They're not the defensive team they were. I don't mm -hmm. know. So as far as that, I remember when they picked up Kemba, I was excited because it's Kemba. Yeah. Kemba could do this. Kemba's from New York. But he wasn't this guy that Tibbs said he wanted. Then you find out that he didn't want to uh, lose uh, Peyton. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like he'd rather have Peyton in there. 
Yeah, right, come on. You know what I'm saying? And it's just like, and he wanted to keep, and I think that this team would be way different if we kept, uh, now that I see this dude, Reggie, if that was like the only thing, if we didn't get Fournier and we had Reggie, we'd be a better defensive team just off of that. Because what's his name? Don't play no D. Not no D. Uh, but then we're limited. See, that's the thing, though. But he could he could shoot, but not as good as uh. Neither one of them need to be starting. That's what I'm that's, saying. Neither one the of them issue. starters out here. That's the, that's, the, that's the issue. I don't. The fact that he got, great off the bench, and he'd be a spark plug with the, knocking down shots the way he can. Yo, we could have kept uh Bullock. Bullock just had him off the bench, and then Bullock, Bullock didn't want to stay. That was the only thing. I don't think they made an effort to resign him to get him. Yeah. Well, I, I think me the two I wanted to go was Bullock and uh, Peyton because they were they were stinking it up and they were scared. Well, uh, Reggie was scared in the playoffs and that turned me off. See, and that's that's the thing. I don't mind these guys like Evan or or Reggie Bullock as the backup. Like you know what I'm saying, like I'd rather see Grimes. But that's what out. I said. That's what I you said. Though. I mean? Reggie Reggie Bullock, I like him off the bench, but we need like a real. Shooting guard, two. small forward starter. So we was hoping we was getting that out of, mm-hmm. out of Evan. We not getting that. Evan no starter, bro. It's a rat. That boy legs don't look right. Yeah, it's over. It's to the point where he can't even get past anyone. And when he does get to the point where he can't go, he like has to chop his feet to stop. Yo, he, he yo, you see him? He like he got to do mad steps and stuff. It's, it's, he got it's like he got baby stuff. legs or something like that. His his legs look like he just learned how to walk. Something's up. Something's up. Um, anything uh before we hit on the rest the rest of the chat and then get up out of here. Um uh just run through the rest of these stats real quick. Uh Mitchell Robinson, four points, eleven rebounds, um, three steals. He was two four from the field. Um we talked about Evan, we talked about Kemba Nerlands. Um, he had one point. I mean <laughs> sorry, five points, one turnover, one block, one steal. One assist, one rebound. I hate bigs. Like like my my, my guy, uh, regular Joe. He says I hate bigs that don't rebound. <laughs> like you in the game for twenty three minutes. What you out there for? And you had one rebound. Twenty three minutes. You know what they do in the NBA rebound. that drives me nuts. And this is why I think this happens. Center. Because everybody's shooting now, but everybody's confident in their shooters. So dudes be shooting and dudes be walking away like it's going in. They be, they be going like this. I don't know if you see it, but dudes always start walking away as if every shot is going in. Mm-hmm. Even though it's more likely shots are going to be missed. I can't stand it. Especially when you see somebody yeah, like yeah, Mitch yeah. or Julius. Julius be walking away. He do the pass or something. And like the shot go up and they start walking away as if. Like, like you don't got to go get the rebound. Now, yeah, but that's, you... See, but that's that's also coaching. The coach got to see that. Coach got to see that. Coach got to be like, yo, yo, yo. I'm filming film all sessions, film session, yo, Film session. Yo, what's this right here? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm filming all that. Like, yo, what was it? What, what was you walking? You walking, you walking back? Nah, box like, out. Go get a rebound. Like, what are you doing? Right. Not everybody stepping. Even with Steph Curry, I don't give a shit. Stay your ass right there. Yeah. Yo, listen, bro. This and this is the issue. We got so many other things. Like I said, so many things wrong with this team. It's not just Julius. You know what I mean? So that's why I, I don't want to. I think Julius doing what he's doing is like a byproduct of the culture right now. Right. 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 He, and, and, and like and it's I, not helping. Yeah, and and I, but Julius is being really immature. I hate to see it. Yeah, I get it. And you know, I hate to see. It. I was just watching this joint where uh, they was talking about how Shaq was talking about how he had words with Ben Simmons about him being soft. Yeah, I saw that. And Ben Simmons jumped in his DM, but he said, you know, he said like a lot of these cats. He said we could have won like eight, eight championships if me and this. We fighting over what, over whose team it is. 
Yeah. He was like, it's it's stupid. And you look back, and like I think Julius is probably gonna have that point where he reflects and looks back and be like, damn. I could have just, just I could have just like ate that. Yeah, that yeah. You know what I'm saying, or whatever. Or maybe I should have passed the rock to RJ a little more. I, was I don't think his problems with the team, his problems with the coach and the fans. I think that's this personally. Oh, the fans. He's got to grow up. I'm sorry. That's what I'm saying. Like you, you getting mad because the fans are calling you out. Like, yeah, that, like, that's, that down shit. like that. That. That's that's, that's because, corny. like I, cool. like I said, I didn't say this on the podcast, but I take care of tips for you guys. He said one of the things that I don't like about. What was I gonna say about about the fans? Damn, mm-hmm. what was I just gonna say? I got distracted by the uh, good old. Ah, I hate when that happens. Happens. So, but like, don't worry about it. It runs. Oh uh, man, because yeah, like you know, when you when you when you when you like when you look at the fans, the mm-hmm. fans are gonna be with the. Oh, that's what I was gonna say. Mm-hmm. You gotta realize when you go to these games, there's only a certain type of fan. At the games, like right. most of your fans are not at the game. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? There's certain type of fans. Like any game I go to, and I be looking at some of these dudes, I be like, like y'all motherfucker sound like this motherfucker work for you. Like you know what I mean? It's just like some of these dudes have like the the, the, the fans at the games be yeah. on some other shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like the disrespectful shit dudes might be saying at the game. Me and you at the game, if we was that close, would never be rude like some of these dudes. Mm-hmm. So you got to always consider that these dudes be assholes at the game. Yeah, but yeah. the fans at the games feel like they're privileged to say whatever the fuck they feel to like say saying. whatever they want. But right. I mean, you gotta expect that though, especially. That, and this is York. what I'm saying. You gotta expect it. And he came to New York knowing the deal. Like everybody, you, got, you, everybody, had, to know. you had to know yeah. the deal in New York. You had to know New York fans was gonna let you know about yourself if he wasn't playing up the Paul. Simple as that. Um, and that's why I don't feel bad for him. I don't feel bad for him for that. Um, I do. I do think there was something wrong. Something is up between him and Tibbs. Tibbs doesn't address it. That's how I know something, something's up. He doesn't discipline him. He doesn't sit him when he makes mistakes or makes boneheaded plays. He's just scared to discipline the dude. It's weird. It's that's weird. A, and sometimes I feel like that's coming from up top, like the, the front office. Because they're like, but yo, that's a franchise player. And that's going to affect the team. Because now when you got Obi who goes out there and makes one mistake and he gets pulled in 11 minutes, it's like, and what you're do like, you yo, say? Yo, this motherfucker. He's shooting air yeah. balls. Like, what up? You know what I mean? It's like, yo. Everybody, same standard, no same double standard. standard. Same standard, and that's I don't know, bro. I think Tibbs is walking himself right into a, a nice little lion's den right there. And yeah, I don't know how, exit early exit. Yeah, I don't know how he's gonna get himself out of this right now, especially sticking with the lineup. Can I can I um, say this? And I don't so, I don't want to make this a race thing. I really don't. Mm-hmm. But I get jealous when I look at Monty. Uh, what's his name over there? The Phoenix. Phoenix. Monty Williams. Monty Williams. I look at him. Uh, uh, the coach of the Hawks. I look at these guys, and I don't know if they, I don't know if I if it's more to being relatable with these coaches. But I, I never felt like that about Tim. From I don't care what team he was coaching, Minnesota, Chicago, and you could like him for his style or his defense or whatever. But I just feel like there's just like something about these coaches who. You know, Tim's got like he's got he's got pedigree in the game. He worked for the Knicks way back, and he wanted to bring it back full circle type of thing. He worked for some smart genius guys, and it's just like I don't know if like that makes him stubborn. He's not willing to bend, mm-hmm. and it's just like it, this. Is this still like this 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 chasm there where it's like he something's missing? Like you work for him because he's the coach, and you got to, or do you do you like working for this goal? You listen to him, or right. you know what I mean? It, mm-hmm. it, it just seems like those teams with those coaches just seem like 
this is what's working. You look at what's his name over there with the uh with the Lakers, and they're not doing too well. Mm. And like like how that guy get that job? You know, I think Frank Vogel. We all know Frank Vogel got some. I mean, these guys are fading out. The guy, the the, the Frank Vogels of the world, the the Tom Thibodeaux. These guys yeah. were. I feel on... like we got different type of players now. Like I just feel like we need a coach that reflects the style of players that play today. With that, style, <laughs> you know, it's like, funny I... that you said that. Somebody. <laughs> Uh, like you said, not to make it a race thing. Somebody uh, said in the comments, somebody they're like, yo, not to be racist, but this team needs a white boy. <laughs> and then somebody was like, Evan Fournier. And I'm like, he's clearly not like well, he's he's French, but you know yeah, what I'm saying? He's French. I don't know what he, I don't know what, because you know, you can say American, and they say African, but I don't know what, what he is. If he's like French, French, or if he's Middle Eastern French, like, where, where's he from? I don't know. I mean, his hairline just says he's not from, he's not like regular French. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I didn't mean that. <laughs> Yo, Josh, what are you talking about? He says, hey, I says he's not regular French. Josh, they got a bunch of motherfuckers in France, the regular French that got hair like that. That's why I don't know. Is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, he he's 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 matter of fact, let me go with he's regular French. He's yeah, got the funny airline. See where he was born or where he got the cradle cap. He got one of the names you can't really um let me get hit hit some of the chat up. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, French um, <laughs> brother BKL, what's going on, bro? He said uh hey GUK. When we watch against the Lakers, that's the uh same starting five as size. They need to change our campus not looking good. Definitely not Burks. We need to bring youngsters in and move on from Julius Randall. We don't know what will happen. Yeah, man. Um I, I just all those points. Uh he's Algerian. That's what I figured. That's it. So he he's Algerian by descent. He was born in Paris. Or a, a small suburb right outside of Paris. Algerian, see, like you said, regular French. So yeah, hairline says he's not regular French. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's Algerian. You see, but you see the point I was trying to make there. Yeah, I see because but it said he was born outside of Paris. But again, that's why it drives. It's the same thing that drives me nuts about them calling him the Greek, the Greek freak. He's not Greek, bro. He's see. Greek by citizenship. You know what I mean? And before he got to the NBA. The Greece wasn't even claiming him as a citizen. Like he he had to get the citizenship first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Before yeah. he moved to, you know what I mean. But and he's the Greek freak. No, he's the Nigerian freak. He's the Nigerian freak. Fuck that! Like I, it drives me nuts. I feel you though, but that's what he claims. That's what he claims. Yeah, he young. He don't. He don't get it. That's what he claims. I mean, um, listen, man. Hopefully, show me another Greek that's like this dude. None. I mean, his oh, hairline he says that he's definitely not really Greek. He wasn't born there. Like, come on. No, I think he was the first one born there. Something like that. That's another one. Yeah, that'd be driving me crazy. I'm sorry. They, 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 they be spinning these narratives. Be driving me crazy. But anyway. Yeah. That's, back, back to, neither here nor there. It's fine. You know. <laughs> he said, you look, so he's Algerian. I knew he looked something. That's why it was something. But his hairlines look different. Hairline a little different. different. He ain't regular. He ain't regular fresh. They don't. They don't bald like that. With, with a little bit. Yeah, his hairline. Yo, my God. 
Um, JW says, funny it was never a starter, neither is Burke. So why are these guys getting respect like they're nice? I just don't like the vibe of this team. Julius, problem with the fans and tips. Yeah, man, I, I just don't understand why there has to be so many issues right after we had a great season. Like, I, I just don't get it. A lot of a lot of weird things going on. Um, uh, Exactly. He said exactly we need to move on from Kemba, to, move Kemba to the bench and replace IQ as point guard. For example, when they use Kemba with starting five, they turn into a negative 110. Wow. On defense, IQ is perfect piece until front office trade, until D-Rose D comes back. Moving to oh, oh, I see what you're saying. Um, listen, man. At this point, IQ is this is the only chance IQ is going to have before we bring somebody else in because they're going to do it. They're going to bring another point guard in over IQ, and then what we're going to do with IQ is he still going to be our point guard of the future? Like this is what I'm saying. If IQ was our point guard of the future, we would not be thinking about getting another point guard. We wouldn't be talking about De'Aaron Fox. You know what I'm saying? Or all of these other Jalen Brunson, who's not even a star, but he's good enough that we want him over Emmanuel quickly. You know what I'm saying? And I, I'm i not by any chance. Please, guys, don't think I'm the Emmanuel quickly hater. I'm probably going to get painted as one. Whatever. It is what it is. Um, I just think he's suited to be a starter at the two. Not at the one. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I think he can halfway run the team if he needed to at the two spot. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't have to be a point guard. Nothing wrong with that. Um, so, you know, I don't I don't really want to beat up on quickly too much because I don't want it. I don't want it to seem like I, I like quickly. I don't think none of this is his fault. Yeah, none of this is his fault. None of this is his fault. Quickly is not doing anything wrong. I just think he is in he's been put in this position. Where he can't succeed right now, and that's just there's that's like just a thousand gods out there. Yeah, right, right. Um, and, and speaking of identity, that's kind of hard when you got you got like four or five gods. Like everybody's out there scared. Like I don't like Mike Mark Jackson. I'm sorry. Yeah, I don't know about Mark. I think he'd be a better coach. He probably would. I, I just don't like. Him. I don't know. I'm tired of Mark Jackson. Yeah. Um. I like the vibe of this team. Julius was always a mental case. Remember, the Knicks is his 13. Yeah, it's about to be his fourth. I mean, it's going to stay his 13. He'll have another team soon. It's, I mean, what we going to do? The same, my thing is, they might stay pat. They might stay in pat. Like, what if they don't? What if they don't make any moves? Then what? Oh, he meant to say, I don't like the vibe of this team. Oh, <laughs> my man said he has a croissant hairline. <laughs> Yo, don't that just, it do look like it look like a little pig in a blanket Yo, or something son, like that, that word. Is the the way perfect explanation. He got the croissant, the croissant. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, they really did him dirty. But Jehovah's wow. Witness said it right. He said IQ is no point, only in until that definitely was you toxic. That was you toxic. See, see, I was trying to shout you out, but I didn't know it was you. My bad, my bad. See, my God, what my God. Shot he, when me. I was saying, he, he said, but that was you toxic. Right. We do need a we don't need a white dude. Yeah, Not, unless. You give me, I don't, you know, I, I don't give a shit about none of that. You know what I'm saying? Like, you talented, you talented. If it works, it works. What was the last dude, white dude we had? No, we had, um, what's his name that dunked on somebody a few games ago? He was, he was nice with the threes. What's that? The Mc, Doug Mc, McDermott? McDermott. Doug McDermott. Yeah. yeah we had yeah, him yeah. out there. Doug. And the dude we had the center. I actually like that dude. 
And he playing the um he played in the G League, I think, against the Knicks. And he was killing them, the Westchester Knicks. And he was killing them. That tall center dude. Oh, Luke Cornett. Yeah, Luke Cornett was nice. Cornette. Yeah, he I just was there Cornette. at a bad time. Like that, he was yeah. like a, a standing, but he was right. Right, he he's like game. The, he's like the ideal backup. Right, you know what I'm saying at the, at that position. Um, let me see. Uh, I don't like these dudes doing this charities to these charity cases where it's like you paid our backup our backup center. Almost mm -hmm. like, yeah, yeah. Well, I don't think they really gave Julius much of it. What I liked about that contract is you could move that easily, right? It's just, it's just that they gave him one this year. Like that, that contract ain't till next year anyway. Right, right. Same here. IQ is not a lot of points. Yeah, that's eight. the point you made. But this is what I'm saying. His handle is suspect. And see, that's the thing. I didn't want to dissect it because that's what. If I said it, I'm glad you said it, JW. Because if I said it, I'd sound like a hater. I'm just gonna read a comment from someone who's uh giving my show some some input in the comments said I quote from JW from not Apollo IQ handle this suspect and can't finish around the rim. He's not a point guard, period. And that's my issue with IQ. He doesn't make uh he's not a threat at the rim. Every single time he gets to the basket, he's gonna try to draw a foul. He's not gonna try to finish. Because I don't think he has the strength to finish. He's not really that strong. He's not, you know what I mean? He's fast. But if there's somebody in the paint, which they're usually, usually somebody's in the paint. Um, you know, and I think that's that that situation will work if IQ used Julius Randle. I mean, use Julius Randle. Uh, use Mitch in pick and rolls or, or, or Nerlens in pick and rolls. I think that would work for him to bring the big out of the paint. Um, like Julius, like RJ does with Mitch. Um, but yeah. His handle, I wouldn't say his handle is suspect, but this handle is not anything special. It's not special. It's serviceable. Um, he gets he makes costly turnovers at the wrong time. But you know, I don't know. Time for a change. Uh bro, brother BKL say, you know what time to change, bring besides you saw the tweet about the, the tank, and you know what happens next. It's time to blow it up. I didn't see that tweet. I didn't see that tweet. The only thing I did see was that Julius Randle unfollowed the Knicks on Twitter, um, on Instagram, which I actually heard was true. He actually did unfollow them, which was pretty childish, if you ask me, but whatever. Um, hopefully, we see somebody end of this week. Uh, Thursday is the trade deadline. Um, we gotta uh, see something. I don't know what JW stands for, but this is my guess. Julius Wendell. Yo, you <laughs> imagine Julius is in here like IQ's handle a suspect and can't finish around the rim. No point guard, period. We here. We here. And Julius Wendell. Like, <laughs> what JW stands for? <laughs> Yo, son, imagine Julius Randle really had a burner. He out here like, yo, IQ is not a point guard. <laughs> yeah, he, he out here on our podcast like this. Nah, Julius. Only in Tim's mind. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They, they didn't try to throw us off right with this one right here. Yeah, they, they were stupid to give me the bag. Yeah. Yo, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, Y'all are funny tonight. Listen, that's all I really got. We went a lot longer than we were really wanted to go tonight because – uh um, I think I usually don't like to go long on nights where um, uh, we after watching the game because it's not as fresh. But it's good talk. There's a lot of stuff that we can talk about right now. Um, Evans here is his hairline is worse. KD just need to either both of them need to cut it all off. Yeah. Oh yeah. This. 
Whose hairline's worse, Katie or Evans? I don't think Katie's hairline is bad. I think his just hair, his overall hair is just bad, like terrible. Um, and Evans, yeah, Evans is just disgusting, just just disgusting. Um, and yo, toxic. I've been working on it. Trust me, I've been I've been doing my research and figuring out which what I'm going to use, which platform I'm going to use for, and how I'm going to get it all done. We definitely um, gotta do that. That's a that's, big. That's a that's, big one. that's the next step in things because you guys got some good points that you know. I want you guys to to get that out. If you if you are here, by the way, hit that like, hit that subscribe. You know what I mean? Like, share, um, let everybody know. Tell a friend. Tell a friend. That's really all we do. We do uh, maybe, uh he said good one. <laughs> good one. <laughs> yeah, man. Um. So yeah, that's really all we got. Follow us on all platforms at God of Nicks um on instagram twitter uh facebook um you can also follow me myself apollo reed underscore on instagram and twitter um big bro where can they find you yo andre jalil uh, well hit me on, on instagram andre jalil underscore productions that's where it's at yes yeah, so andre jalil underscore productions and stop playing with me because i'm not playing with you you know what i mean i share a few things mm-hmm but uh yeah come see me man that's what i'm gonna be yeah man we and you'll see we don't we don't just uh we're not just regular you know nick fans we have a lot of other things that we try to get ourselves <laughs> oh, into man. so a bunch of other th- thing, things so 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 come come join us and and spread some love with us man that's this this is this is what we do this is this the, the thing that we love to do um i got some things coming as well you guys got some things coming I'm on uh, Discord too. Now he said that, but I think my name is Mad Easy on Discord. I oh think yeah, Discord. Great. Mad Easy. Yeah, if we can get the the you know the Garden Nick's Discord going, and then um we, we should we do that. Something. We should do that, and then we get the call in, and then we can get my man Julius Wendell to come in and uh, yeah, J He said Julius <laughs> Wendell said stand stand for just watch. just watch. Oh, just watch. <laughs> Listen, that's what's up, Julius. <clears throat> I mean, uh, just. <laughs> so, I, I no, mean, we mess with, we messing with you man we, you know you know how it is we always but have yeah, fun man. with our, our, our fan our people that we watch we have we have we have a lot of fun over here and this is this is what we do it was a little bit late we we missed some rick shout out to rick um follow him as well gk rick um gk at, at rick derula as well on instagram um rick derula guk um but yeah man raul shout out to you bro that's my that's my guy um, you guys have a good night. Um, until next time, man. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, uh, who, when do we play again? Actually, let's 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 check that before we get about here. Before we get about here, we play. Ooh, on Monday. All right. So Monday we play the. And this is let's look at the schedule quick before we get that. Before we get out of here. Um, one last bit. One last bit. Give me another like two minutes, real quick. This is our schedule here. And <clears throat> we are playing the Utah Jazz tomorrow in Utah. We done. And then right. And then we got a back to back with Denver on Tuesday. And then on Thursday we play the Golden State Warriors. Yeah, we finished. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Then we play that the Blazers. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I don't I don't really know what the Blazers game is gonna look like. I know uh CJ's back. I know that uh Dame has is, is out for surgery. I believe, and um, don't matter. It don't. It doesn't really matter. I, I think that I, one of the things 
like I like the squad. Like I'm disappointed because I feel like they could do better. I think there's uh there's other factors. It's not about the talent that's holding the Knicks back. Mm-hmm. It was the, the state just walked in his motherfucker. You know, state got to come in fashionably late. You know what I'm saying? You know what I mean? I, uh, I think that a lot of times these dudes is uh, I, I would love for there not to be a trade and just we got a team and we battling for the eighth spot. I wouldn't mind. Like if dudes is out there, like you could, you know, there's some teams like we're going against like, you know, you're going to lose these games, but you right. know, like give me the hope that we're going, you know what I mean? And I want to see, I want to see a trade because I want to see the squad do better. Like it would be dope if we could just, if we could just uh, keep the squad we have and, and do well, but I don't think that that's in the within the realm. Not 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 this season. I think it's a wrap. Unless if we don't do a trade and we have to go into this, because now Julius is nowhere near being on no uh, the the All Star team. Oh no, 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 he didn't. He, they already selected. He didn't make it. No, nah, he he didn't make it by far. Like he, I don't even think he was like high on the list. Yeah, because you know the saying? league the league knows, and I mean they even asked Tom Thibodeau about it the other day. I think Tip says something along along the line of what he always says whenever they talk about individual things. He's like, "Well, it's based off of team success, and the team's really yeah. not doing good right now." And right. it's just it's just facts. He's but he's your best player, so right. um, that says a lot about your best player. Um, that trade deadline is actually on the night of the the night we play the Golden State Warriors. Um, needless to say, whoever is getting traded. <laughs> they got to go home. They got to fly home because the team is on the road. So that's going to be a tough week for whoever gets traded. Um, right. But uh, like I said, we got the Jazz, Nuggets, Warriors, Blazers. Um, might be four straight losses because Anthony Simons is balling right now. And I think they just did another trade over there for, say his name, Gary Trent Jr. Gary Trent, Gary Trent Jr. You're pulling traded Norman Powell? Norman Powell. My bad. That's the guy. They traded Norman Norman Powell. For um, I forgot. I forgot. Listen, it's not my team. I'm not worried about it. Um, they got a good team over there right now. <clears throat> I think they're in the playoff hunt. Barely. I don't know. Oklahoma City. We're playing them at home. They're playing in the garden. Um, I like. I don't like playing teams in the garden because That's they love game playing game. in the garden. But um, but OKC. They they're they're a sneaky team. They're one of those sneaky teams. You know, even though we should beat them. But that's the only winnable game. We got the Nets, we got the Heat, Sixers twice, Suns, Clippers. Yeah, man, this season's a wash. Like, I don't know. I don't know what we should do. This season's a wash. The season's a wash, man. Unless they turn something around, like this is this not looking good. It's not looking good at all, man. I don't I don't I don't really don't know what what kind of hope I'm supposed to have. They haven't shown me, and, and that's the thing. People want to say, you're supposed to have hope as a Nick fan. Like, what have you shown me? We played 50, what, 53, 54 games so far? That's more than half the season. I mean, we got less than 30 games left. We know who this team is. Who? What are we doing against the Jazz, Nuggets, Warriors, Blazers, Thunder, Nets, Heat, Sixes twice? Like, come on. There's a bunch of losses. You, 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 it would make more sense if you committed to the youth. This way, the losses hurt a little bit less. That's all I'm saying. And I'll leave yeah, it. If we, if we don't make trades and you're still starting Kemba, like I don't even want to talk to you no more. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't doesn't make any sense. This doesn't make any sense to me. Um, but yeah, man, that, that's really that's really all I got. Shout out to the chat, y'all are dope, man. Um, appreciate y'all coming through. Um, Julius Wendell, man, appreciate you coming. <laughs> Mess with you, bro. You're not. That's always gonna be your name here. Just so you know, that that is that is your name on this show. Only only on this show. 
I don't know anywhere yeah, I else. Um, <laughs> uh, BK, I just got your follow, bro. Appreciate you. Um, yeah, have a good night, man. And then, uh, like I always say, man, until next time. Until next time, baby. Peace.